Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for September 20 of 2019. It's a Friday morning. I love closing out the week strong, heading into the weekend strong. So the title of today's message is Grace and Truth, Part 10, Jews and Gentiles, the Law and Grace. Part 10, I started this series last week, so that we're closing out week two of Grace and Truth. And once again, the title is Jews and Gentiles, the Law and Grace. I have a lot to cover this morning. So let's get into the, the main scriptures I've been looking at from the foundation of the series is John chapter one, verses 14 and 17. So the Bible says, um, the apostle John said, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And we have beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the father who came from the father. And he was full of grace and truth. He's talking about Jesus and says that Jesus was full of grace and truth. John repeats this in verse 17. It says, for the law, this is where we get like a comparison and a contrast. He says, the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus. So the way that John wrote that, it was like, well, if the law was given by Moses and grace and truth came through Jesus and we're believers today, and John is writing this in the new covenant, then we should probably understand the differences between the two. So we've been studying um, Paul's letter to the believers in Galatia. We've already covered uh, from Galatians chapter 3, verses 15 through 22, and then from Galatians chapter 4, we covered verses 1 through 7. Today, we're going to pick it up from there and take a look at verses 8 through 12. So yesterday, I talked about how in verses 1 through 7, we learned that Jesus enabled us to have this, this amazing transition from slaves or servants to sons. So I'm not a slave. I'm not a servant. I'm a son of the most high God. And if you're born again, you got to make that transition in your mind. You're not a slave of God. You're not a servant of God. You are a son of God because of Jesus. So let's continue in what Paul, you know, as Paul continued to, to write, let's, let's read what he said and let's glean from it. So this is Galatians chapter four, verses eight through 12. Paul said, now he's writing, he says, before you Gentiles knew God, you were slaves to so-called gods that do not even exist. And so he's writing to people who used to worship idols. He's writing to people who used to worship false gods. And so he's like, man, you guys, let's be honest, before you came to know God through Jesus, you guys were worshiping gods that did not even exist, like little G gods. And some people today uh, maybe are in that boat where they're, they're worshiping false idols or a false god. So Paul continues and he says, so now, now that you know God, or should I say that God knows you, why do you want to go back again and become slaves once more to the weak and useless spiritual principles of this world? So now he's, he, he's, he's addressing something in the church. He's saying that there were people who used to worship false idols or false gods. They were born again in Christ Jesus. And he's like, well, now that you're born again, why do you want to go back to being a slave to the useless spiritual principles of this world? That's strong language. So we need to understand what he's saying. He goes on to say, you are trying to earn the favor of God by observing certain days or months or seasons or years. So he's like, okay, I don't know why you're doing this, but you're trying to earn God's grace. You're trying to earn God's favor by your performance or your works or you observing this or observing that. He calls this useless principles. In, uh, in his letter to the believers in Rome, he says that if you attempt to earn grace, 
then it's no longer grace, right? Because grace is a gift. Grace is unmerited. So if you if you attempt, like, it's a, all you can do with a gift is receive it. If you work for a gift, then it's no longer a gift. It's payment. So he's like, no, you can't do that. Paul goes on to say, I fear for you. He says, perhaps all my hard work was for nothing. It's like, my God, he's frustrated. He's like, I went there. I preached the gospel of grace. I used to be a Jew. I was I was a Pharisee of the Pharisees. I mean, like, you, are you kidding me? If anybody knew the law, it was me. And I lived under the law. And I accepted Jesus as Lord. And now I know that I'm no longer under the law. But I'm under grace. So how in the world can you guys who never even knew the law start to embrace this law thing? He says, listen, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to live as I do under the freedom from these things. For... I have become like you, Gentiles, free from the from these laws. He was like, listen, I don't, I just don't understand this. You guys were Gentiles. You were never under the law of Moses. You were never under the Ten Commandments. You were never under the six hundred three laws uh, commandments uh, from Leviticus. You were never under that. I was. Now I'm born again. Whew. I'm free from the law. God delivered me from it. I'm living by grace, being led of the Holy Spirit. So how could you guys, who were never under it, now try to live under it? He's like, you're Gentiles trying to live like Jews, and I was raised a Jew, and now I'm living like the Gentiles. I'm the one that's out here free from the law, and you are, you, the law never even applied to you, and you're trying to live under it, so I just don't understand it. So what does this mean to you today? I'm going to like, like try to put this in order so you can maybe glean what Paul was saying and sense his frustration. I'm going to give you eight things and, and try to break this down. Here we go. Number one, before coming to the one true God, many worship false idols and they could never have a personal intimate relationship with God because they were worshiping a false deity. Um, and that was the condition of the Gentiles back then. And, and unfortunately, it's still the condition of some people today. Number two, before Jesus came, the Israelites had a relationship with God, but they did so under the law of Moses. So for most, this relationship was with some type of distant or disconnected, despondent God. So they knew God through ritual. They knew God through routine, but they didn't have a relationship with God. And unfortunately, today, 2019, many religious people are still living the same way. Number three, after coming to the one true God and establishing a personal and intimate relationship with him through his son, Christ Jesus, the apostle Paul it was like, well, why would you guys now, who never even lived under the law, attempt to live under something that I'm telling you, you've been delivered from? Once you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, once you're born again, you no longer have to live by an external set of rules that were written on tablets of stone. That's a lesser covenant. You get to live by the Holy Spirit, and he will write the word of God on your heart, not tablets of stone. Number four, the Gentile believers in Galatia, this is the baffling part. The Gentile believers in Galatia never lived under the law of Moses. These were people that were not Jews, so they were never under the law. They came to Jesus when they heard the gospel. But then they were in a church where there were other people there who had come to Jesus but were raised Jews. They were Jewish converts to Christ, right? So now the Jewish converts who came from the law and all of this religious stuff are now telling the non-Jewish converts... Gentiles, hey, um, yeah, Brother Johnson, well, if you're going to be in our church, 
Well, you know, I mean, you guys, you, you non-Jewish converts, you guys are cool and everything, but there's stuff that you don't know. Like, for example, all of us, the male guys that used to be Jews, we got circumcised on the eighth day. Uh, so when we were eight days old, we got circumcised. So you guys, um, yeah, you need to be circumcised. And, and it was like, what? It was like, yeah, you need to be circumcised. And so they was like, okay, fine. Here you have 30-year-old men, 40-year-old men. This is crazy. 40-year-old men with no anesthesia and no OR getting circumcised with like a stone, a flint stone. I mean, putting their penis out there, getting circumcised because somebody was telling them they had to. And this thing never even applied to them in the first place. And Paul was upset. He knew firsthand. He was raised a Jew. He was, I mean, he was like, if anybody knows that the law can't make you right, it's me. And so how are you guys getting confused to be put under something that was never even written for you in the first place? So it was not the answer for me. And it's definitely not the answer for you. It never even applied to you. So he got upset. He, he got upset that there were Jewish converts to Jesus that were putting the law on people that the, first of all, the law, we were no longer under the law, we're under grace, but then they're putting the law on people that never lived under the law in the first place. Number five, if anyone knew the law, it was Paul. He was raised as a Pharisee, descended from Pharisees. That's Acts 23 and 6. Not only that, but he stuttered, studied under Gamaliel, who was the greatest teacher of the law of his time. So if Paul, who was raised in the strictest environment under the law, rejected the law, it made no sense to him that why Gentiles, who were never under the law in the first place, would want to take on the bondage of the law after being born again. Number six, I have three more points, but this is very important. So I know, let me just say this, look at me. The chances are that if you're watching this video, you're probably not a Jewish convert to Christ. Maybe you are, but most of you will not be. Meaning that you were not raised a Jew, but now you've come in contact with Jesus. So that being the case, Paul said to Gentiles like you, what, what Paul said to the, the Gentile believers in Galatia applies to you, applies to me. If Paul, who was raised under the law, accepted the freedom from the law, through grace, then why would you and I attempt to live by a law that expired before we were even born? And it, and it was never written for us. So first of all, it wasn't written for us because we're not Jews. Second of all, the writer of Hebrews says that it has expired and it's obsolete. So it expired before we were born. It was never written for us in the first place. So why in the world would you take it on? Well, if you were living like me, you know, I mean, you were told to do it. Number seven, Paul was a Jew living like Gentiles, free from the law. And then there were many Gentiles who were born again in Christ Jesus. And then they were attempting to live like the Jews from the Old Testament living under the law. And it didn't make sense back then. And it doesn't make sense today. <laughs> Christ Jesus redeemed you from the curse of the law and the bondage of the law. Now, if you're born again, you live by grace, being led of the Holy Spirit to do whatever he's called you to do for such a time as this. Listen, let me tell you something. I was raised in a church where I was told to basically live by the law, the, by an external set of rules. I was never taught about the Holy Spirit. I was never taught about the supernatural. And I was never even told that I needed to be born again. And so so I, I, I was the law was put on me and, and the law wasn't written for me. I'm, I'm Dominican. I'm, I'm not a Jew. And so, so I, I don't have that. I'm not a descendant of Abraham by, by blood. So it was never written for me in the first place. And it was expired 
and, and rendered obsolete before I was even born. But I live like that. And that's and Paul is writing to me this morning. And Paul may be writing to you. He's like, look, number eight, and finally, God's grace, God's favor, God's favor cannot be earned. It can only be received. God is not looking for you to earn what he wants to do in your life. He just wants you to believe. That's it. He wants you to open up your heart and to believe everything he shows you and to pursue it by faith. It's by faith that it might be by grace. It's not by works. It's not by your performance. It's not by the law. It's not by rules. It's not by the 10 commandments. It's by the Holy Spirit. Once you're in Christ and you're born again and the Holy Spirit is in you, God writes his law on your heart, not on tablets of stone, and you just be led of the Holy Spirit. And there's only one law for us today. It's the law of Jesus, which is the law of love. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, all your strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. On these two hang all the law and the prophets. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and, and speak this over your life this morning. Say, Father, I thank you for taking the time to teach me your word. Paul made it clear for me. He was frustrated with Gentiles who had never been under the law, who had allowed themselves to be tricked into living under something that was never written for them in the first place. And that was obsolete before, I mean, after Jesus came. If Paul were around today, I'm sure he would be frustrated with many of us too. But by faith, I declare that he would not be frustrated with me. I understand the message he taught and I accept it. Jesus was the only human to ever comply with the law. I am not perfect. Jesus was perfect for me. I could not fulfill the law. Jesus fulfilled it for me. After Jesus died, was buried, and rose from the dead, the Holy Spirit was given on the day of Pentecost and the new covenant was established. I was born again by your spirit, and I live under this new covenant, the covenant of grace. I am not under the law. I am under grace. Christ redeemed me from the curse of the law. So I'm now free to live my life, let of your spirit, to do whatever you've called me to do while I'm in the land of the living, and I declare that I will. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. I know I had a lot to cover today and I know the message went a little bit long, but listen, this is actually really, really, really important. If you're not a Jew, I mean, this wasn't even written for you in the first place and it was obsolete before you were born. So why are you trying to take on something that was never even written for you? If you're in Christ and you're born again, be led of the spirit so you could do whatever it is that God has called you to do so that we could be the church that God has called us to be. Go into this world and allow the Holy Spirit to lead you so we could change the world. God can use us in supernatural ways if we would just simply be led of him. Do me a favor before you leave the screen. Share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you and God loves you. God bless you.